Hello and welcome to the Joel Ress Podcast 1, recording in the early hours of the 11th of January 2015 with just me, Joel Ressington. So what is this Joel Ress Podcast and why haven't I got anyone with me? Well, I decided to do this because I wanted to do an experiment. Well, several experiments really. And I wanted to get more experience of just talking into the microphone. Now, obviously that's pretty self-indulgent and... I can't seriously expect that many people to listen to this, probably just a handful, but really it's more for me. It's more kind of like a blog in audio form because I do write blog posts sometimes, but as I said, I want to get better at talking into the mic and towards, well, I suppose my ultimate dream would be to get paid to speak into a microphone about something or other. So it's mostly for me to look back in the future as well just because I'm going to be talking about like what I'm up to and what I've been doing that's if I can actually bring myself to listen to it and also part of this is to get some experience of the boring bits of podcasting because it's all well and good to do this bit talking into the mic and obviously it's more fun when there's more of you and you can have a laugh and everything but there's a lot of back-end stuff, the server stuff, the getting the podcast feeds going and making sure that's all working properly. And that's something that I've never done before because I originally joined up with Gareth at Mindset Central to do the MindTech podcast where I just literally plugged in my mic, spoke to him over Skype, and he did everything. Um, similar with Mintcast, except that I record myself locally. And then with Linux Luddites, although I do an awful lot, well, I do all of the audio stuff, the the website stuff, Paddy is just better at that stuff than me, so it just doesn't make sense that I do it. So this has given me a chance to actually run the server myself and have a chance to to see what's actually involved with podcasting, which it turns out, if you do it the easy way, isn't that difficult. But, I don't know, configuring a server and stuff the long way like I did, that's um, quite time-consuming. Now, I'm only going to be putting out an MP3 feed of this. Now, most of my other shows, well, the Linux shows, I've made a point of making sure there's an OG feed as well because of the freedom-loving aspect of it. But to be honest, this is just about convenience for me. I, I can't really be doing with having to deal with encoding it twice and tagging it twice and having two separate feeds and all of that stuff. So it's just much, much easier for me to do it as mp3 only so sorry freedom lovers but sometimes you have to be pragmatic about these things now i as i said i don't expect many listeners to this and i'm not sure how regular it's going to be i'm hoping it will become a regular thing but you never know life gets in the way and other shows and musical projects might take over but i would like to not just do this completely on my own it's always more fun and probably better to listen to well definitely better to listen to when there's at least two people if not more speaking on a podcast so i would very much like to get other people involved but the, the thing about this is i don't really want to have to rely on anyone else I, if i want to just go and record a podcast then i'll do it and put it out and then that's it if I've got people to, to come on the show with me and talk about something interesting, then that's great, be it an interview or a guest host or whatever. So anyone listening to this who fancies giving it a go, then 
by all means, email me, which is joerestpodcast at gmail.com. Now, the subject matter of this, what am I going to be talking about or what are we going to be talking about if I get anyone else involved? Well, a wide range of topics, basically, everything that interests me. Obviously, Linux is going to feature an open source because that's what, what I've got most experience talking about and one of my great passions. But also general tech and phones and tablets and computers generally, but also music because I'm a musician and so I'll be talking about probably albums that I've listened to, bands that I've heard, that sort of thing. And TV shows as well. Coming up shortly in February is Better Call Saul is starting, which is the Breaking Bad spin-off, so I'll probably end up talking about that. And The Walking Dead's coming back. And movies as well. I, I must get around to watching Interstellar, probably when it comes out on DVD and streaming and stuff. And then I'll probably talk about that. From what I hear, that's quite interesting. So it's going to be very broad-ranging, is the bottom line. And we'll see if it works or not. But I'm not particularly interested in how many people are listening. I mean, I'm going to use PodTrack to, to check that there are at least a couple of people listening to make it worthwhile. But it's really for me to listen back to in the future. So that's what this show is going to be about. And so I suppose I better do a first topic then. And that is the very recorder that I'm speaking to you on now. Now... I recently bought the Zoom H4n, mostly on the recommendation of Dan and Fab from Linux Outlaws, but also having done some research and listened to some recordings from it. And what it is is a portable hardware recorder that's got built-in mics and it's got inputs as well. Um, and it's also a USB interface, a USB audio interface, which is very handy. It's kind of a, a secondary feature on it. And it records to an SD card, so it's kind of all solid state um, in WAV or MP3. I mean, I can't see why you'd want to record to MP3. I'd rather convert it afterwards, but I'm sure some people would want to just record straight to MP3 and then upload it. Job done. Um, it's not exactly new. This has been out for quite a while now. I'm not exactly sure how long, but it's been quite a number of years, and it has been superseded by a more expensive model. But... It's quite cheap for what it is. I mean, I paid £140 off Gumtree with some extras, with like a wind sock and a remote control. I didn't really need those extras, but it was quite local to me, and 140 quid wasn't too bad for it. So from, on the second-hand market, for a hardware recorder, it's really not bad. And this means that I can now do this show, basically, because it's the middle of the night. I have a very small flat. My girlfriend's asleep, and... I wouldn't be able to do this if I was at home with my normal setup, with my decent microphone and my laptop, because it would be disturbing her sleep. So I can just put this in my pocket and come out to the car of all places where it's freezing cold, but at least my side is cold, so I can't complain. So that is a, a huge plus point for this thing. It's running off batteries and it sounds okay. Yeah, it doesn't sound as great as my microphone and probably some other shows will be recorded with my normal microphone but this allows me to travel around and record where I want. And it's got kind of pros and cons. The pros, the main one, I think, is the built-in mics. I mean, as I said, it doesn't sound as good as my other mic, but it sounds pretty good to me. And on the bottom of it, it's got two XLR um, combo jacks with quarter-inch, so you can either plug a kind of guitar cable or an XLR, which is like a mic cable, into it. 
And it's also got phantom power, which is what drives condenser microphones that need a little bit of power, the 48 volt thing. So that's really handy as well. And I've done some tests and it does sound pretty good with mics plugged into it. Obviously better than the built-in mics. Well, depending on what mic you plug into it, I plugged an SM58 into it, which is your kind of standard live stage mic. And that didn't sound great, to be honest. But that's just the mic. And it runs off the mains or battery. At the moment, I'm running off just a couple of AA batteries. And I don't think that it's going to run down anytime soon. You get at least a few hours out of those, I would have thought. Haven't done extensive tests yet. But it also comes with a mains power cable. And that just seems like a fairly standard. I think it's a 5 volt or 9 volt or something. And it, I'm sure that I could get a replacement for that. And also, it works as a USB interface, as I mentioned, in Linux. Just plug and play, no messing around, just works straight away. Haven't tried in Windows or OS X, but I'm assuming that it will be plug and play because it didn't come with a driver CD or anything. But it, again, sounds great in Linux. I think maybe a little bit better even than recording to the SD card, which doesn't really make sense, but there you go. Recording it into Audacity, I did a quick test and it seemed to sound a little bit less hissy, a little bit less noisy recording from the built-in mics on it. So you never know. Maybe it's just my imagination, but it certainly works well as a USB interface anyway. But it's got a couple of cons as well. And one of those is you can't record to the SD card while using it as a USB interface. So I was really hoping, and I thought it'd be a nice feature, if you could record into Audacity or whatever in Linux or Windows or whatever and at the same time record a backup to the SD card but you can't once you plug it into USB it just goes into a totally different mode and you can't access the SD card or anything so a bit of a negative but it's you can't really complain and you can't power it off USB either I was hoping that you would be able to just use a standard charger because it's got a micro no mini USB which is less common than the phone charger, but some portable hard drives and stuff use that mini USB. So I've got a couple of those cables, and I was hoping you could power it off a phone charger, but you can't. It just thinks it's plugged into a computer and offers to um, give you the USB interface or um, mass storage. So you can access the SD card, but it's kind of either or when you plug it in. And it's got a kind of a clunky interface. It takes quite a while to boot up, for example. You turn it on and then you're waiting, I don't know, at least 20 seconds, I would say, which I suppose if you compare it to a laptop, certainly running Windows, it's not hugely different. But if there was something that you really desperately needed to capture, then you might miss it by the time you've got it out and turned it on. But for this sort of thing where I can wait 20 seconds for it to turn on, it's not a huge issue at all. And yeah, the interface, as I was saying, is not great, really. It, it's not horrible, and it is fairly intuitive, but it feels a bit old-fashioned with a kind of multi-jog wheel that you press in, and it just feels a bit sort of 90s, really, the way it all works. And the, the one that superseded it, I can't remember the name of it, I think has got a much nicer interface, but it's it's okay, but it's just not the best that I've ever used and another kind of minus point but kind of a plus point at the same time is that you can't 
easily mount it to a mic stand, a standard mic stand, because it's got a screw hole in it, which fits a standard camera tripod type screw. And that's what I've actually got it on at the moment, a mini tripod that's only, I don't know, 10 centimeters high, four inches high or whatever. So in this case, it's quite handy, but if you wanted to mount it on a mic stand, it does come with a kind of like an SM58 um, body, the, the kind of tubey bit, which you can screw in to it, but not the bottom of it. It's kind of at a right angle to where you speak into it. So um, you can clip that into a, a normal kind of stage mic clip, but it would have been nice if the screw hole on it had been able to screw into a standard mic stand. But again, that's kind of nitpicking really. One kind of annoying thing is that you can't record line audio into it, line level audio that is. So if you're coming out of, well, for example, I've got an M-Audio USB Duo, which is a really old USB interface that's still working more or less. And the output from that is just too loud. There's too much gain on it. And so this device is really aimed at recording, well, voice rather than line. So the H4n, although it can have a quarter inch jack into it, it can't take line level audio because even if you turn it right the way down, it looks as if it's okay, but it still sounds distorted and really rubbish. So that's a bit annoying because one of the reasons I bought it was to use as a backup recorder and that is just not going to happen really. Uh, it's easier for me to use another USB interface that I've got, which will accept line level audio. So a bit annoying. And another one is the, the folder structure. For some reason, when it formats the SD card, it creates 10 folders and you can't change that. It's just folder one, folder two, all the way to 10. And by default, it seems to record into folder two, which I just don't understand. And you can set which folder it records to. So you could have 10 different projects on the go. And I think you might be able to rename them, but I'm not sure. But I'd rather just have it record to the root of the SD card or maybe one folder. But once you realize where it's recording, it's not a huge issue. Again, a bit nitpicky really but overall so far i'm pretty happy with it i mean this show podcast whatever you want to call it will be the ultimate test of that because i've only really done little tests so far i haven't done any proper recording with it but i know that it's a popular recorder so i'm not surprised that it's good so all in all i would recommend it but only if you can get it cheap which i did so kind of blog wise what's happening or what's been happening in the past week or so well linux luddites 32 where it was kind of a bitty show we didn't have one big main topic really we just had a few different things to talk about and we made some predictions which i'm not sure about really i was kind of struggling to make them but then at the last minute i just made some up and we'll see this time next year if that show is still going which hopefully it will be and so coming up then well tomorrow or today i suppose tonight technically i will hopefully be recording mintcast 216 which we were supposed to be talking about mint 17.1 kde and xfce editions along with some predictions for the year so i kind of have to make some more predictions and i don't know what i've got one but um, well i've got a couple i suppose but hopefully i won't have to make too many but the xfce edition of 17.1 isn't out yet there's only a release candidate and 
it's kind of Scott's rule more than Rob's, but there is a rule on the show that we don't review release candidates or betas or alphas or anything. It's got to be a proper stable release. So we'll probably just end up talking about the KDE edition. And I'm kind of worried about what I'm going to say about it because it just seems exactly the same as 17, a bit like the Marte and Cinnamon versions. Not a lot's different really. So I'm going to be struggling to talk about it, but hopefully the guys will have something to say about it. And then next week we will be recording Linux Luddites 33 on Wednesday and Friday because of uh, Jesse being away on Saturday. And we're going to be talking about the Firefox phone, the ZTE OpenSea, which I don't wish to spoil it, but it's not a great phone, but it costs £42 which for a phone that is effectively a kind of HTC Desire, I would have thought, which, yeah, is pretty old. Maybe it's even better than a Desire, I don't know. But, well, the the spoiler is once you get Android running on it, it's pretty good, but uh, we'll get to that anyway. And really, instead of doing this now, I should be mixing the Knievel Dead's second album, which I mixed quite a lot of over Christmas. I had quite a productive Christmas and New Year period. I had 16 days off and did a bit of exercise and did five podcasts i think including the hpr marathon where i did about an hour and a bit i think and i broke the back of this album which is sounding pretty good it's quite varied it's a bit different from the last one which i mixed they did uh, a single in the meantime which someone else mixed but they've come back to me for this which is good and uh, we'll see about maybe getting some money but um, i'm not holding my breath on that score so busy busy as ever so i suppose now i better go and um upload this and start a podcast so thanks for listening if you want to get in touch joerestpodcast at gmail.com i haven't sorted out an email on my server it's too much hassle i'm afraid and yeah if you want to be on or you've got anything to say then let me know but otherwise hopefully speak to you soon